Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 215 of the Nerd Cantina Show. I'm your host, Ken, joined by my co-host, Steve, and we're going to recap this week's nerd news. We'll begin in entertainment with our thoughts on Top Gun Maverick, Obi-Wan, Stranger Things, a bunch of things in entertainment this last week. And then we'll jump over into tech where we'll discuss Seth Green's Lost Board Ape, some interesting future for Ethereum and Soulbound tokens, and then a little bit of space news. A lot to get to. Let's get started. Calling back all nerds. Nerds! All right, and episode two hundred fifteen. In this, uh, this was this was a nerd filled week for me. Uh, I, I I feel like we we glossed over some things coming up, but I got to mention before we get into entertainment and stuff. I played my first ever game of Dungeons and Dragons, and that's like the worst way to describe it because I think Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons people are going to be upset with me about calling it the first game, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I I participated in my first ever one shot campaign. Uh, of Dungeons and Dragons. Man, I've wanted to do the same, but I just like, I can't run it. You know, like, I gotta just like bump into that group of dudes who be like, hey, we need one. You good? And I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> and, and not even like, are you good? But like, I will hold your hand through this baby bird. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was, it was interesting. I did some research before getting into it, but there was a, like, a pretty like professional, Dungeon master who like literally travels around and people hire him to to run campaigns. Uh, he he was a friend of a friend who just wanted to put on a put on a single event one shot thing, and he was quite patient with me. Uh, <laughs> and it was a good time. Like I'm, I'm well, looking so forward for me, to doing more. For me, I love to gamble, and all I play when I go to the to the casino is craps. So <laughs> you give me a dice based game. Like instantly, it just hits that nerve, and I'm just like, "All right, I got this." Like, what do I got to hit? Seventeen? Fuck yeah! Boom! (laughs) 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 Say I won't. You know, my my buddy uh, Stu used to play Hero Clicks a lot, and he got me to play that just because, yeah, like it was it was dice based. Like, so all right, I'll put I'll put these little superheroes out, click some bases. I'm trying to hit them crit hits, son. Box cars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. It was a it was a good time. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna play some more. My my son oddly wants to play, and he's been telling me to learn how to play so that way I can play with him. Uh, I don't think I think he just thinks it's a board game, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, he'll, no. he'll figure it out. Yeah, he'll he'll get it down eventually. Like I I, mean, yeah. I I just I have no clue about the rules. I have no clue about the structure. All I know is that at some point you fight something and you roll a dice for an outcome, and I am about that life. that's all i know i literally watched hours of youtube videos listened to like podcast campaigns and stuff in preparation to going to this thing because i had a couple days notice and i still had pretty much no idea how to to navigate the real the real question here is is as usual but did you die i did not okay there you go (laughs) there you go so all right but we can move on from from my nerd first there and uh, Let's get into the topics of the week. Man, here we go. One that we left off last week and we talked about being excited about going into the weekend was was Top Gun Maverick. You know, Top Gun Maverick is, which I found surprising, right? Like it's gotten, Marvel ruins everything, right? Like Marvel ruins (laughs) the numbers for everything. So it it, it broke the record for the biggest uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, box office numbers at 124 million dollars. It's Tom Cruise's biggest movie ever, uh, as far as opening weekend. Those things like surprise me that one, nothing in Memorial Day has done more than 124 million, and that this is Tom Cruise's biggest movie. Uh, both of those kind of surprised me. And like I said, I think it's just because Marvel skews the numbers where they're blowing 120 million on opening day, well, and, not just and, opening weekend. And usually, we have to to cap that statement with a post-pandemic post-covid statement. yeah, yeah. <laughs> post-covid statement and like nah man this movie man it fucking killed it it just fucking killed it and i'm gonna say it right now this movie was made for me i don't know what any of y'all were on but i <laughs> like the the fucking seven eight year old you know version of me was was quite pleased with this movie like 
I really is, think he followed me around for the last, you know, 30 years and was like, hey, man, can we do this dude a solid right here and bring back his childhood? <laughs> it is quite literally like one of the most perfect sequels of a movie that you can get. Bro, like, how, like whatever, like did, they didn't fl- they didn't flip it around and try to make this overly dramatic. Nope. They didn't flip this around and try to make it something that it wasn't like, no, nope. they recognize all of what made Top Gun originally great, which is a I, completely weird premise, uh, a, a weird combat mechanics and everything else, and just have a good time with it. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I will say a, a few moments, I was like, oh, that's a little bit of extra cheese, but I'm from Chicago. We put extra cheese on everything. Like, that's what like, I was going to say. I'll take, I'll take the extra cheese. I'll take I, the I extra cheese. been disappointed without the extra cheese. <laughs> like, it's, again, it's a beautifully crafted sequel because you well, come to expect it to- from Top Gun. And if they didn't put extra cheese on it, you'd think that like, oh, they broke Top Gun. They went too serious with it. They, you know what I mean? <laughs> like you'd kind of come away with, feel a little bad. Well, I had, I had much appreciation for a lot of the movie i'm gonna go into a little bit of detail it's not spoilers but if you don't want to hear anything about the movie then like skip it now but like the whole intro was just like genius to just to just do like a a nasty comparison intro like that was just absolutely genius i could appreciate the no take my breath away sex scene with 50 year olds i loved it like just give me (laughs) just give me Give me some some good old romance. I don't I don't need it. I don't need to go that deep into it on this run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I love how the like the enemy had no country attached to it. Do you know who they were bombing? I don't oh, know who the, they were bombing. They, I was talking about that with some friends today. Like, yeah, it's a very uh, ambiguous enemy. Where last time it was very clearly like Soviet bloc and like Cold War. <laughs> right? This yeah, one like, is, this is time, very much like, like ah, hey, we don't we want to piss off China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we, we, don't want, we don't want anybody to think we're talking about China. We're going to put this in a really like weird spot. Like it could be North Korea. Could be it, Russia. It, it could, could be Iran. <laughs> it could be... <laughs> But it's genius. Yeah, Honestly, if no, you think is. about it with the movie markets and like... They don't even it. mention like like what body of water they're nope. flying off the nope. carriers nope. off of. Like, no, they leave it entirely some, like... Some dude, on Reddit's, the gonna, some dude on Reddit's going to figure it out. Oh, some dude on Reddit's going to figure it out. 100%. Some some person has already done like <laughs> geolocation <laughs> weirdness. But like, yeah, man, the... Like, in, in all the stuff that they said they did that I didn't really think was going to matter, like, you know, they were all in real jets and they were all took flight school and they all did this and they all did that. And I'm like, really? Is it going to make it that much better? It actually really did. You know, when you look at the first Top Gun movie, you know oh, yeah. they're just in cockpits on a movie studio, leaning left and leaning right. Like, nah, these dudes had their faces smashed, right? Yeah. Like, like you saw it in the in the movie. Like they they were not faking any of that. I, no, yeah, I, 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 I love those. There, yeah, there's pretty much nothing that I I, I didn't like about the movie. Uh, like it was the, it just played movie, out exactly. This movie was, was made for every kid that had the GI Joe aircraft carrier and never played GI Joes with it. Like when I was a kid, you did not play GI Joes on that GI Joe F car- aircraft carrier. <laughs> like you said, fuck the branding, and that was your Top Gun fucking game right there. Like that's that's what it was. If you if you were actually playing GI Joes on the aircraft carrier, you fucking nerd. Like <laughs> go go somewhere <laughs> else. This shit because <laughs> we play in Top Gun when I come over, motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I just, yeah, I can't say enough good things about this movie. Go see it in a theater, either IMAX or Dolby. I went Dolby. So I went I had, Dolby. I had the recliners. I had the surround sound. I had all that shiz. Like, man, it was, I was so impressed with just how it was done. Like, you and I, I just I have to give Tom Cruise all the credit because you know that he was the main driver in all of this, in all of yeah. it, and, and he probably he probably spent a good chunk of his own money to make sure it got done, and he obviously like that, cared yeah. about doing it right. You know, like this is what happens when when you say like, look, I don't give this a fuck about the, the whole fo- industry on your back for <laughs> <after> COVID. <laughs> when, when you <laughs> people are depending on us. <laughs> 
whatever, man. Let that crazy midget do what he's got to do. Like, I don't give a fuck. This movie was great. This fucking movie was great. (laughs) Let him do what he do, man. Like, all right, I I feel bad for the grip not wearing his mask for 30 seconds. But, you know, like, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes greatness is a little eccentric, right? Like, he he went Kanye for Top Gun and gave us fucking college dropout. Like, I'm down, okay? I'm down. (laughs) No, yeah, I agree. Concur. Everybody go see the movie. Like, yeah, Uh, you, you, like, I I had somebody at our, our, our community pool, we were talking about it, and they have like a movie. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was like, lady, I have full surround sound, Dolby. I got a you know, big 4K TV and nice, comfortable living room. I was like, if it was like the next Marvel movie, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. You know, if you got a good yeah, home, home entertainment system, whatever, like, yeah, go ahead. Wait. I'm like, I am telling you right now, you want to see this on the big screen with, you know, with the surround sound. You want to feel this movie. I was like, I'm telling you, it is that good. I don't give a shit. You ain't been in a movie in 20 years. Pay that money. Get off your ass. Go see this fucking movie, man. Yeah. So I think we top gunned enough here. Uh, you can move on to some other things. I, I I came out of last week when we recorded and I thought, I, I mean, after yeah, your we're the whole- worst nerds <laughs> and we didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about like Obi-Wan. We've been talking about those for out. so long. We've been talking about but, those for but so it long. It finally was here, right? Like it was finally the week, like when the episode released, you could watch the first two parts. We didn't mention it. Not one bit. <laughs> no, no, when the episode <laughs> released, yeah, but when we recorded, it wasn't out. Like we couldn't watch it when it recorded. Right, right. But still. Yeah, we didn't give anyone the heads up because one, everybody's been waiting for this. Like I, I, I feel we did prioritize. It fell off my radar. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel we prioritized our our the the week of releases this week like obi-wan's on streaming service you watch that shit when you get home from top gun okay (laughs) (laughs) let's let's be real here you know but i mean obi-wan had its proper you know marketing team yeah everybody was sharing the the trailers everybody was getting ready for this honestly i didn't hear anybody talking about getting ready for top gun or anything i bought my tickets <laughs> just us for like ago. two months i was so i was so pissed when it didn't come out last fourth of july a year ago yeah. you know what i'm saying like, yeah. i was like how's this movie not come out this weekend <laughs> so they waited another year for memorial day which might have been the best call like in retrospect like i don't i don't know what the i can't offhand say what the big movies were doing last memorial day weekend but obviously yeah. obviously not 124 milli I would say not this. So, did you get what, what to are your watch initial Obi-Wan? thoughts? So, so with your D and D research and going and seeing Top Gun, were you able to squeeze in any of the other releases? I this watched week? all. I've watched. I had a long weekend. I didn't have work, <laughs> so <laughs> I watched everything, including I've already watched part three of Obi Wan. Because uh, as we're recording this, I'm in the future, and I had no problem watching. You are in the future. You <laughs> jag off. Yeah, I ain't got that so, shit yet. So I've I've already watched uh, the first three parts of Obi Wan, and it's it's good to see you I like it. Obi Wan. It's like good it. to see it. It 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 is what you expect out of Star Wars. And again, I we've talked about this in the past. I've never been the biggest fan of Star Wars. Like I watch them; they're entertaining. The, like, but I don't have like the 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 big huge uh, I don't know nerd boner for her uh, for Star Wars. It's just eh. It's okay. My one gripe, though, is, is like, I like how they're featuring a child Leia a lot, right? So, like, most of the most of the Star Wars stuff is focused on the male side of the Skywalkers. They're going with the female side of the Skywalkers. But I really I find it hard to cool believe. Too. I really find it hard to believe that, you know, they're, they're making it shown that she has, she is force sensitive. You know what I mean? They're making it obvious that she is force sensitive. How does nobody know that she's a Skywalker? You know what I'm saying? Like, how does, <laughs> how does this, like, how does all these Sith, how does, like, Vader, you know what I mean? Like, like, you feel things from galaxies away, like, and you just can't tell that your children exist, like, through the force. I don't, I just don't buy that. I find that very hard to swallow. There's, there's a lot of, 
convenience detecting that takes place in Star Wars, where they can detect people across a galaxy, but then people can hide behind a barrel in a room, and, and, and it works. Uh, there's, there's a lot of convenience in uh, in Star Wars story, storytelling. Well, I mean, if, if we go back to A New Hope, the original first Star Wars movie... Obi-Wan didn't have to sneak around that Death Star very much to, t- to turn off that tractor beam. Like, he was just, like, <laughs> peeking around corners and tiptoeing right. like Pink Panther and that motherfucker. You know, so, like, the bar hasn't been set too high. You know, but I, no, I again, mean, it's Star Wars. It's not, it's not the best and most well thought out thing. Uh, I, that I did ma- find that it makes me so they- sad. That makes me so sad. <laughs> I did find out or find it interesting that they went with yeah with a, a Leia story. I think that the assumption was that right it was going to be centered around old Ben, you know, supervising over uh, over Luke and it's it's interesting that then they've they've taken that story and flipped it around. So it's it's I, I like that aspect of it. I find it as a as a father of a 10-year-old girl, I find it distracting. This girl is not 10. <laughs> this girl is young. <laughs> she for is sure. not 10 years old. For sure. I got a seven-year-old that looks 10. Okay. <laughs> like, like, this girl is young. Uh, I had to, like, IMDB this actress to find out. And, like, she is not 10. She is, she is actually young. And I was wondering, like, who are there no 10-year-olds? Why make her 10 then? Yeah. Why, or why <laughs> make her 10? Why not just make her age-appropriate yeah, in the storyline? They, they clearly made a 10. <laughs> she is a great young actress. But you tell me there wasn't a 10-year-old that could do it that, that didn't. That distracted me, uh, but no, she, she's she is a, a, a good director. I think she's gonna like kind of steal the show. She's gonna be what everybody's gonna, by the end of this thing. That's what everybody's gonna be talking about this little girl uh, and giving her some kind of spin off or something weird. I'm sure. I think Jimmy Smith's was good. Like he's perfect in it. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It's the dad. Although old, like, it, it's good to see the the old people back in. And like, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Smith was great. Like I said, Hugh McGregor fits his character now as well as like playing old ben but being pretty reluctant uh, uh there's things that are good about it oh he's great as obi-wan like yeah, he yeah. always has been too like i watch the old ones and i just really have a great appreciation for him taking on that role and the efforts he's put into you know like have that that calm personality and you know like that seriousness like he doesn't he doesn't overact at all but he he drives it home you know what I mean? Yeah. Every time, like you really get the sense of of you know he's he's very good at at portraying emotion with a lot of uh, physical kind of like attributes rather than than dialogue. You know, so you just see there's a lot of scenes you know where he's not saying a word. You know, he's just riding a fucking camel thing some star wars yeah go ahead at me with the whatever fucking <laughs> whatever fucking species that is but, like, but if you do it you better explain why why the source can't the force can't be detected you know so like i'm i'm all for it you know it's it's anytime star wars puts something out i just get that like i don't know is this is gonna be oh. good kind of like you know kathleen kennedy's the worst <laughs> You know, just the absolute worst. You know, if anything succeeds, it's in spite of that woman, not because of that woman. So I just hope, like, yeah, this is one of those occasions where we get to the final episode and we're just all pleased. You know, like, I I don't, and I don't need this to be, like, some big event. Like, to me, what they did with Rogue One was, like, perfect. Just, like, add to the story. Like, just give me a little more salt and pepper on my, my entree. You know what I yeah. mean? I don't. I don't need a whole nother baked potato. I don't need a whole nother. You know, fucking like. I don't need a whole nother side. Just give me, give me a little more salt and pepper on my entree, and, and add some flavor to the to the to the main dish. Like I'm, I'm down with that kind of like addition to it. So like, I, I hope this stays stays in yeah. line with that. I think this is this is already bigger than I thought it was going to be, as far as like the scope of this side quest that he's on. Right? Like, <laughs> I, I. I I think that this yeah, the, the this fact is that he off. left Tatooine is already on a good start. Like I said, that, and that's what I'm worried about. Like I think that this is this is bigger than I wanted this side quest to be. Uh, and <laughs> no, and I'm it's down really for like it. I'm down for it. I don't know. It's really making the relationship between Obi Wan and Leia more than what I think it's ever alluded to in the movies. And I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, like how do you how do you never tell <laughs> Luke that he has a sister before you die? Like. <laughs> like 
<laughs> and then uh, like it, it yeah it it makes his like they're they're getting into specifics on what he was doing during during the gap in the in the movies between Revenge of the Sith yeah. and New Hope and like there's gonna be some holes there's gonna be some plot holes yeah but we can I don't know, continue to move through uh through nerd things to talk about this week and another uh another nerd nerd chat nerd uh viewings that took place this week we got Stranger Things. Uh, Stranger Things also came out this week. Yeah, and they they do the Netflix model where they release them all. So I'm just trying to pound one out a day before well, we the internet. All of part one. It's more of like the Ozark. Oh, is it model, like the Ozarks? Right? Okay, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, to so that. part two comes out July first, I think. Uh, so you got a month gap between part one and part two. So part two is going to be July first. I'm done with that model. I just I just don't. I hate when they release like the big chunks like this for the big stuff because there are those people that will watch it all in one night and then like put a cryptic post up that if you have half a brain, it is a spoiler. If you don't have half a brain, you could probably get by and not know what's going on. But yeah. like, yeah, like I, I just, I like the model of releasing three episodes at the most. Like, like when the boys comes out this week, that's what they do is they release three episodes. Then it's weekly after that. So the bingers could either wait a couple weeks and then pound it all out, or you can get a good chunk going and then wait weekly. I don't think that these people should cater to the bingers because the bingers can't be trusted. Like, yeah, <laughs> they can't I, I, be trusted. I feel like this is the Netflix middle ground, right? It's like what they did with Ozark and what they did with this is one, they're straddling months. So you can't just subscribe and unsubscribe after one month of, of paying. You got to at least pay for two months yeah. uh, in order to, in order to binge through it. Uh, and then, yeah, I think it really does. It does slow people down, right? You get you get to a big build up in the part one and it ends on an interesting build build. And then you get a whole new binging and finale. Yeah, I, I like I said, I I I have no problem with it if society can be trusted, but <laughs> but we can't trust society. There's always going to be one asshole on your feed that just like, what is wrong with you? You can't help yourself. Like you have to, you just have to 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 blurt it out. You have to put it out there. Like that's that's what happens. Like I just I can't stand when it goes to that. Yeah, well, All right, anybody that heard my daughter, I apologize. She had to come say hi to Uncle Ken. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the I don't know. I, I've I've watched all of part one here. Uh, it's it's Stranger Things. It's good. These, I, I, these I enjoy it. I'm it. enjoying it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's I'm, good. This is the by far the darkest season. Uh, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. First episode <laughs> when when. When the 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 first kind of like murder happens, I was like, "Oh Jesus, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we ain't kids no more, huh?" <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it is by far uh, the darkest season here. So, where I've I don't know what I, what to say about it because I don't want to be the one who, who spoils it. And there, there's a lot going on. Uh, so, it, it, I think it's gonna be an interesting kind of final send off for for all of these these actors. And these kids are getting older, man. You got to hurry up and pound these stories out, because like, oh yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're barely believable high schoolers at this point in time. Like, let them grow up. Let them grow up and be adults. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I would be surprised if all the producers are like putting hormones in their drinks to stunt their growth and shit. Like, we, we got it. We need this money. Gotta get this Netflix money, y'all. <laughs> and then, yeah, you already uh, you already alluded to it. The last last bit of kind of nerd. Uh, entertainment series things is we got the boys coming this week uh june 3rd i think yeah you get the first three episodes out and uh, yeah if, if you have it don't have an amazon prime subscription this is time to turn it back on <laughs> go, come check out the boys this is still this is here's captain cheap ass remi- giving you your daily reminder to <laughs> create a new email and get your free month subscription so you can fucking watch your shows and not pay anything yeah. <laughs> oh, I regret good. this one bit. <laughs> I know you don't. When it comes to saving a buck, he has no shame, folks. No shame whatsoever. He will break change in a bum's cup. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, now I'm trying to think. Like, did you did you call me generous enough to at least give the bum some money? 
I mean, that's that's nice, I guess. <laughs> I didn't say you were an asshole. I just said you're cheap. <laughs> like, all oh, I right. got is a five. Uh, you can't have that five, son. You're going to have to give me these four <laughs> singles <get> back. <laughs> you're going to have to give me these four singles back. <laughs> No, I could, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you could admit it. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about it. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, God. Uh, I, right, I, man, I'm, I'm waiting for... I'm looking forward to this season. It's going to get into some heavy shit. Um, I always love the adult aspect of the superhero genre you know like this this really you know the comic when it first came out really kind of like spoke to me that it was you know like finally something like not made for the general audience not something pg you know or like i i I yearned for a story involving superheroes in that kind of universe that really told it like it is because like this this really does play on the the nature human nature like real human nature not not what we aspire to be but what we actually are (laughs) because you know if you just gave a hundred thousand people superpowers on the world today at random like fuck man look what people do without without superpowers like the world is savage humans are fucking disgusting you know, so I do love a show that plays off that aspect and gives you that superhero story, and yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for for this to come out. Yeah, and then while we're talking entertainment and nerd stuff, just uh, just highlight a few things that came out in a uh, I think it was in PlayStation's like annual meeting or or, uh, or or some investor meeting that they had, and they uh, highlighted and confirmed three things uh, that that have been talked about in rumors, and now I think it's it's pretty well confirmed uh, at this point that uh, some of the PlayStation IPs uh, and properties are going to be made into different series. Uh, You've got uh, Horizon has been picked up by Netflix officially. Uh, The God of War series, which we've talked about, how has there not been a series yet? It's been talked about rumors over and over again. Well, Amazon has uh, claimed the rights of God of War. And then Apparently, a Gran Turismo uh, TV show, like for network television, makes sense in the works. Like, I guess it makes sense, but it's not like there's a story really to Gran Turismo, right? Like, I guess that's just a racing show that you're slapping Gran Turismo's name on. Okay, because uh, you know what I mean. Like, it's not like Gran Turismo has characters. Not that I ever remember uh, nope. It, nope. playing in them, right? Like, it's just a driving nope. game. It's got cars. That's yeah, it. So, so I guess it's just a racing show that they're gonna. I mean, after I went and saw Uncharted and how the the kind of effort they put into that uncharted movie and saw how like playstation had one of those marvel or star wars intros where they flash all the games before the movie like i was like oh here we go we got we got playstation <laughs> movies coming coming down the pipeline you know like this is how it's gonna be so this falls right in line you know they're it's, it's yeah, only we know fitting. that The Last it's, of Us is, is going to hit HBO eventually. I, yeah. I don't know when that's going to happen, right? We talked about Twisted Metal. Uh, it was yep. picked up by Peacock a couple months ago. Like there, there is just a ton of IP that PlayStation is just rolling out. Well, I mean, Hollywood sucks. They can't write anything on their own. They've been taking movies from books for decades. You know, this is just the next well for movie studios to tap in. You know, like... Instead of reading the story, you played the story. You have a familiarity with the characters and storyline. So if they could just slap together a decent movie, you're all in. Because it's just another form of something you already enjoy and love. You know, so, and whether you hate the fact that they're doing it or love the fact that they're doing it, you're going to see it either way. You know, that's, that's, Again, Star Wars' major fault is they have such a such a good fan base that they'll they'll fucking put anything yeah, together and even, they know even it's tur- watch. Even turds are a success financially because yeah. everybody goes and sees it. It reminds me it it, uh, it really reminds me of like the Cubs, you know, like when the the newspaper owned them especially it's like people are going to come come to this game regardless we don't have to put a team out there you know so <laughs> so everybody's just drunk in the stands going you know it'd be really nice to have a baseball team eh, why do you come i, I kind of just like being here <laughs> you know, like, i kind of kind of like just being here okay well then they're never going to put a team on the field then you gotta stop coming so and that's never going to happen with with this kind of genre you know you're, you're always going to get the people that 
you know, and I, I, I fall in that category. I want to have a solid opinion on whatever it is. If it's shit, I want to have, I want to steel man that argument. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to fucking, I want to know it's shit, and I will sit through two and a half hours of a bad movie just so that when someone's like, I didn't think it was that bad, I can be like, oh, you didn't? <laughs> like, did you watch what I watched, motherfucker? <laughs> well, I think the the only one that I'm disappointed in myself, that's, it's not PlayStation, but it's video game. Like video games being adapted into shows, it just makes sense, right? There's a lot of story that's already developed in it. Video game writers are some uh, like phenomenal storytellers nowadays, and like the only one that I, I I feel disappointed I haven't watched. Have you watched the Halo series on Paramount? I man, I gave it. It took me three tries to get through episode one. Really? I'm I'm on episode three. It it is just especially with everything else coming out, it's not drawing me. To the TV. I pounded out some HBO show called uh, Tokyo Vice or something. It's like Miami Vice in Japan. Like <laughs> like a, a reporter, you know, doing stories on, you know, an American reporter in Japan trying to be a Japanese reporter and trying to get in good with the Japanese culture and police and everything. I watched eight episodes of that shit before I pounded out fucking Halo. And I've been playing Halo for 20 fucking years. I, I was just saying, like, I, I've always been a big Halo fan. And I just... It hasn't been enough for me to to turn on that free trial for Paramount TV Plus. Yeah, well, like, I'm, not, I'm, not burning, I'm not burning it on Halo. <laughs> I almost did it because they had the Sonic movie, but I, but I they I do have Sonic Two on there. If it is, I know. It is I almost worth, pulled the trigger for yeah. that. No, my kids were glad about that. But yeah, I just I can't. It's it. There's nothing about the show that is drawing me back to it. Well, let's move on from from the shows. We can have. One uh one one last entertainment story, uh, just to discuss because this is near and dear to me because it's attacking my uh my frugality here. And uh, Netflix has been apparently rolling out a uh, a plan to try to charge people for sharing passwords. Uh, and they've been been doing it through like IP checks that only people who have accounts, even when you have like multiple accounts and or multiple profiles under the account and whatever else, uh. If it's not coming from like the the same IP location, uh, then it's it's being flagged, and you have to pay what was like the equivalent of like two or three dollars to add on an additional account to authorize a, a different IP location. And they rolled it out. What's funny to me is they rolled it out only in three countries: uh, all in South America, Costa Rica, Chile, and Peru. And I was wondering, like, man, Netflix, you just <laughs> I think picking on picking on the South Americans here. Like, <laughs> those are the people they went after to to test this trial. Uh, but apparently, it's been one. It hasn't detected very many uh, accounts. Like, there's been people who've talked about like, nope, that it hasn't affected them one bit. Uh, the ones that it has affected are the ones that like voluntarily subscribed because they were worried about their accounts getting flagged. They said it was like incredibly confusing as to what qualified and which accounts had to do what, like how to register. So it's been uh, been a difficult rollout for Netflix. And I'm hoping it's a complete and utter failure. Uh, so that way they don't bring this uh, here to our home. Yeah. I I mean, I just picture like some small village of Peruvians all sharing one Netflix account. And it's like the best thing they got in life right now. Right? Right. They're, they're fucking tally me bananas. And, <laughs> and, and they get done with their day and fucking they just want to come home and watch, you know. Watch some novellas, watch some American stuff, and, and then, you know, here comes Netflix down the pipeline and be like, oh, you, like, like <laughs> you, you sharing passwords because you live in a fucking third world country? Like, fuck you. Like, we got, we got 300 million Americans, you know, paid, scamming and, and, and botting shit, but we're, we're going to do a rollout on your Peruvian ass. it is interesting where they rolled these things out because they didn't roll it out in the united states where like if they charge us all an extra two dollars like we can handle it but instead they go to like costa rica where they're they're charging like a quarter of a day's labor (laughs) (laughs) in extra cost (laughs) it's like yeah that you know, there's some you Peruvian there, village in the middle of the fucking in the middle of the forest. They like they all scrounge it. The fact they have internet is just like a blessing to them. So they're like, hey, let's let's treat ourselves and let's get one one good Netflix subscription. We'll we'll all share it. Like we'll, they'll they'll all take you know three days pay and throw that down on a fucking on a Netflix subscription. And then Netflix comes in like, nah, man, nah, you guys y'all got to pay that that extra cash. 
I do think it's kind of bogus. Roll it out in like Germany or something. <laughs> like roll it out. Roll Still it not out the United like, States. No, no, no. But... Don't fuck with my shit. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. Don't fuck with my shit. <laughs> will affect your share prices. Like <laughs> but, but roll that shit out in like Poland, man, or some shit. <laughs> uh, well, let's see what they do with it from here. See if they're going to move it around. But yeah, my hope is that it uh, it fails terribly. And if you're listening to this and you need to educate us on the uh, the standards of life and, 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 and the, the true existence Some of ass Peruvian dudes really yeah. pissed. Go ahead. And, uh, and all I'm going to tell is over at the nerdcantina.com forward slash community. If you are that Peruvian dude sitting in a nice house right now watching your Netflix, getting mad that I judged you, look out your fucking window, asshole. Okay, pal? Okay. <laughs> I'm sure, pretty sure you could throw a coconut at one of those motherfuckers I was talking about. <laughs> so eat a dick, okay? <laughs> eat a fucking dick. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's move on to a little bit of tech. Is is we we had this is like the the longest we've talked about entertainment in a long time because well we actually had things to talk about. Uh, so let's hit a few uh, a few tech topics here. Of course, I'm going to start in uh, in nfts and crypto uh but this this story really not a lot going on but this first story is pretty great uh seth green was in the middle of producing a uh a tv series that he was making and it was like like a roger rabbit version like animated real life this is the creator robot chicken so who knows where this thing was going yeah but it, it was it was live action but with animated uh characters and he was using the ip of the board ape that he owned as one of the characters in the show uh probably one of the lead characters in the show and then he was scammed by a phishing attempt uh clicked on a a bad link uh, that he should have been able to catch and not trust it he also should have had this in a hardware wallet and not not, but whatever (laughs) let's let's let's, let's move on from all of the things that seth green did wrong uh and let's get to the interesting part of this is in the end he ends up losing this board ape and it's it's stolen and then just like all these that when they steal it they immediately turn around and sell it at a 20 percent discount below like the floor price whatever else that was so somebody else swoops it up right away uh so it was stolen and sold, and Seth Green no longer owns it, which means he no longer owns the rights to this ape that he built this TV show around, and he can't continue with this TV show. So it's now halted production. They don't know whether it's going to happen or not. Uh, and it poses some really interesting questions uh, le- legally. Uh, initially, Seth Green was trying to negotiate with the new purchaser of this, and like, <laughs> I love the stones of the person who's like, no, Seth, like, no, I'm, not, I'm not giving it back to you. Like, fuck I just, <laughs> I just spent 85 ETH on this thing. Like, I just spent 100 grand plus on this thing. Like, I'm not, no, you're, I'm not giving it back to you. You could buy it back from me, which Seth Green's not looking to do. Uh, and- <laughs> which is amazing to me. Like, like, uh, like, call it a hundred thousand dollar life lesson, I mean, pal. It's more than that, but yeah. well, you know, whatever. It's, it's, like, it's, like, whatever, it's, whatever the dude would have to pay to get his board eight back, just pay it. It was your dumbass that lost it. Like you're you're the moron that tried to renew his Norton subscription with a fucked up link in an email. You're the dude, you know that fucking that got the crazy text message about confirming your delivery for Amazon and clicked the <laughs> link. Whatever link you clicked, however you were fooled, you were just like everybody else in the world. Like and you fell for it. But you have the money to just be like to write it off and be like, well, hard lesson learned. I guess I got to pay a quarter million for this fucking for my eight back so I can continue this show. And and the fact that he would rather eat it kind of like is amazing to me. I don't think he is. There's there's negotiation going on between the two of them. he uh, he posted on Twitter yesterday uh, that him and the the individual who ended up purchasing it that they are working together to return it to Seth Green now, uh, and then they're also working with a company that could potentially go and recover the 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 lost funds, the Ethereum, or at least freeze the the funds that the person who stole it. Like they're working together to try to uh, go after the person who who did steal uh, the ape. Uh, but what I was hoping was that this didn't get resolved. Because then it posed a really interesting question, and Seth Green alluded to it in some tweets and stuff, is the question on like the IP ownership of these apes and all NFTs in general that convey some level of copyright uh, ownership of it is, does that ownership transfer because of 
because the code transfers, right? If somebody steals it, do they steal the IP rights? Or is the IP rights belong to the person who legally purchased it? To me, and whether you lose it answer, or you stole it or not. Yeah, like you it so you steal my wallet, I got a hundred dollar bill in my wallet. You have my hundred dollar bill. I don't I, I don't have the IP rights to my hundred dollar bill anymore. It's 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 the physical that's the thing with the NFTs. It's got a physical code to it. Whoever owns the code you own the IP rights. It has to transfer with the code See, because then but now when, when all this stuff that public, you, it's not that easy, right? That's like that's like me saying I I I bought an, an IP contract or I bought a physical representation of a contract or I bought a, or I wrote a book and the characters in the book I own. Well, somebody stole my book. Well, now now they they physically have it. They physically own that IP. It's like no. Well, they're I've clearly in so in law, so I, I so I don't think the book I don't think the book is is comparable because the book came from your brain. You wrote the book. You put it down on paper. You created that. Right, he then, didn't. He didn't create it. He didn't fucking create it. He bought it. He bought the rights. You know. So like, how do you? So whoever he bought this board ape from. Why doesn't he own the IP rights? He could just say, I sold him the, the board ape. I didn't attach my IP rights to it. Seth, you can't make that TV show anymore without paying me. So, and this is, this is, again, this is why I was hoping it didn't resolve because I was hoping it got to like a lawsuit because this is an interesting conversation that I've had in a bunch of regards with people in Twitter spaces and stuff like that because I am fascinated by NFTs and all this IP transference and stuff like that is like, yeah. Who does own the rights? And it's a difficult thing to track on what people have done with those rights. And I could own a board ape and I could sign some licensing deal for somebody to use my board ape in advertisements or whatever else. And I could sell that tomorrow. And who's that check going to for those, the perpetual right licensing? It's, it's probably to me, the person who negotiated that deal, or I took a lump sum deal and I sold you the ape, but I didn't give you any proceeds of see to me of if, how you I don't, it out. if you if you're not hodling you ain't making it <laughs> like, and, like and to me you don't get to sell you don't get to use the ip rights cash cash in on that and then sell the nft and cash in on that you don't get to double dip sorry like so but there's nothing the, that that's prevents the easy, it right now and that's, that's the easy it, answer that like why are we gonna tr- try to write 30 fucking pages of fucking ip law to when we could just say if you ain't got the ape, you ain't got the show. Like, it's that easy. Like, and if, in you know, it's not like this is some, like, crazy litigious story where, you know, he sold it, but he didn't sell the IP rights. Like, like no, it was stolen from you. Like, it was your fault. Like, this, to me, is just like some millennial baby shit where you're just like someone stole my ape when i was making a tv show i should still be able to make my tv show it's like nah man so like you got to make the tv show because you were holding that ape you like the ip transfers with the contract with the fucking with the jpeg with the fucking code it's all one lump sum bundle that's the easiest way to not have to deal with this bullshit like the minute you sure. start, the minute you start splitting them, how you keep track of that? You're going to have court cases of people suing everybody all the time. Cause, cause there's, there's no, there's no provable contract. Like you would have to have lawyers write up paper contracts stating that, yes, I'm, I'm selling the NFT without the IP rights. This person is only buying a JPEG. He is not buying the rights to my monkey. And then how do you like fuck all that? Like that's, it's that will gum up the judicial system for fucking <laughs> decades. Just make it it's really a- plain and simple. No monkey, no show. Done, Seth. Go fucking cry See, in your your fucking you know thousand dollar pillow. I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> now i i want I want the energy space and stuff to get a little more sophisticated with it, and I want to see like it's still deals. sophisticated. Like it's just it's simple. Just simple doesn't mean not sophisticated. It's it's plain. That still doesn't. You, that still doesn't. Ownership solve, is ownership. No, but that still doesn't solve a lot of potentially sticky issues with licensing, with with rights, uh, ownership rights, and, and everything else, and copyrights. Uh, that doesn't solve. Like that just solves who owns it now. But that doesn't solve perpetual uh, contract issues and licensing issues. That if I make a show today and I sell that ape tomorrow, who can who gets the continued royalties? How does that how does that actually transfer convey? Do you have to sue me to 
to get that like but if you were so, build- so here's here's where like it's easy for me if you have so much goddamn money if you were in a position to buy a fucking quarter million dollar jpeg and build an entire show around it fucking hold your jpeg i don't fucking feel bad for See, you but that's it <laughs> but that's not the solution that's why like that's that's a dumb solution to the if problem if you're a broke ass motherfucker <laughs> and you got a cheap ass jpeg and you're trying to make a comic off of it and independently make the comic off it don't sell your fucking jpeg because then See, essentially the, again, you're selling the rights to your fucking comic. Potentially, it depends on what you've done with it. And because 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 to me, you're not you're you didn't have an original thought. You are you are basing <laughs> everything off of something already somebody else already created. You should just be thankful that 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 person put the IP rights in the original the original contract that was drawn up while making that NFT. So you should just be grateful that that the original artist didn't just say like, no, nah, all you motherfuckers only own JPEGs. I'm the Bored Ape King. I make Bored Ape cartoons. He was like, no, nah, y'all can own your, your IPs. But to me, once the original person says IPs are with the transfer of the, the, the ape, whoever buys the ape has the IP, then from that moment on, Whoever holds that fucking ape owns that fucking IP. Like bottom line, they said. I think you're you're making a, a statement people, that people doesn't burn apply. NFTs no, like, all the time. It, it, people burn it, NFTs all the time. Yeah, but it so if you want to make a show out of it, you got to burn it. You got to burn it. Say you have to own it forever or, or burn it. No, that doesn't make sense. It's a, it's a stupid business practice, and there are technology there are ways on the blockchain to convey contracts to tether a contract to other transactions that are going to happen in the future like there are ways to solve this and figure this out and this is why like i think a lawsuit or whatever else because the, the nft space should mature it should figure these problems out it won't until somebody forces it uh but there are absolute ways to to do this there's ways to if i'm going to do a licensing agreement with somebody and let them use my board ape that that continued royalties I'm is tethered to, I'm, I'm to, in a DAO right now making a, a weed <laughs> line with their board ape. It does matter because this is exactly what we're talking about. I'm in a DAO that owns a board ape that is making a weed brand board of the board yeah. ape fucking the licensing weed. You're using that board ape, yeah, as a licensing mechanic, right? What happens if somebody steals that guy's board ape? Can he st- does he no longer allowed to sell that weed anymore? I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent fine with that. So the so the only the only thing that in my mind supports your argument is that if you hold the board ape, you can give the IP rights to another person. So like I don't even think the DAO owns the board ape. I think somebody that's associated with the DAO owns the board ape and is giving the DAO the rights to use his ape. Ooh, on, that's even stickier. What if that person wants brand. to? What if that person wants to sell sell his board ape? So I is, my, it, is it built into the contract that he can't sell his board ape? No, it's not. Well, it's, so if the DAO was smart, that's what they would build in. Like that's what you, you would have you, to put in the contract. You can't obligate that person. You yes, you can. Go, if, it's fucking, enough, if it's in the fucking contract, it's in the contract. You better pay me a lot more money than in our licensing agreement. If you're that's, telling me that that's, I can't that's liquidate subjective. a that's two hundred thousand dollar, you're a fucking dummy that wants to license your fucking board ape for what you think is is undervalue, then that's that person's fucking prerogative. You don't get to dictate the value of the IP. That's for the two people in that fucking agreement love, to dictate. I love how heated this discussion got when it really wasn't supposed to get this uh, this heated. I didn't realize you were going to have such a, a firm and poor stance on this uh <laughs> you, like like i said you just want like of course of course my cheap brother is the guy that wants to own the ips and profit off his nft at the same time yeah like no you don't like i'm sorry like you, you they, they go they're all in one bundle together save the courts fucking thousands and thousands of courts. hours of litigation i don't care about courts it, it, in the end, like and if you're a and small stuff, business trying to get a court to- date for an actual contract that you're, you're if I'm a contractor and if my if me putting a lien on someone's house to get paid and take someone to court is delayed for months that could put my business uh, me out of business because I'm waiting on fucking 20 grand from a contractor that I won't get until my court case goes through and I can't get a court date for seven fucking months because a bunch of goddamn NFT bitches are fucking <laughs> crying about who fucking owns IP rights of fucking monkeys and mutants fuck you I'm burning that place down are you like are you kidding me like I have real <laughs> life fucking shit I'm trying is, to deal with you motherfuckers you, are you fighting are, about you're not Grasping the the fact that I'm saying that there's technological solutions to this that would avoid litigation, that would avoid certain things. That there are ways to 
like if I'm going to write a licensing contract. Tell that to Seth Green, that I, motherfucker. That I Tell that to the, Seth Green because obviously he don't have none of that shit. No, that's what I'm saying. That there are. That's why I think these lawsuits and these things should should go forward so that way the space gets more educated and, and actually starts to solve these problems. Because right now it is just the wild west of like, I own Ape, I do what I want with it, I sell it whenever I want. Who yep. gives a shit what I did with it before? Yep. And until that, that code, until that code is it, written, like, until that it, code is written and it's fucking foolproof and, and completely fucking... Then no, it, fuck it, you. Own monkey, use monkey. No own monkey, no use monkey. It's that fucking simple. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on uh, from, from this conversation, and uh, and we can discuss here some other issues in uh, in crypto. As we got the Ethereum co-founder, he came out this week and uh, and said that he's looking at soulbound tokens. Uh, so. Soulbound tokens is, I, I think you should know, right? World of Warcraft. Uh, it, yeah, no, the dog computer is very, anybody, anybody tight. that's <laughs> ever played on a PC, when you hear Soulbound, you know what that yeah. means. He's very like part of how he created Ethereum and stuff. There's a all the the rumors around. He like did it while playing World of Warcraft or, or being frustrated with World of Warcraft. The day uh, I heard about and, Bitcoin, I called it WoW Gold. Like yeah. the day I heard on the news there was this thing called Bitcoin, I called it Wow Gold. Like, yes, all of crypto is is firmly <laughs> based in fucking EverQuest or World of Warcraft lore. <laughs> but Soulbound tokens, uh, as he talks about, is is what I have said. I think is the future of NFTs, and uh, and now Vitalik Buterin he, he's put a name to it. Uh, and these are tokens that that are not stored that are tied directly to just a. a you know, a wallet that you just make and burn and NFTs, whatever else, but it's using the NFT and blockchain verification technology uh, to attach things to identity, to digital identity. So ways to create actual digital identity uh, that allows us to have our college degrees and driver's licenses and birth certificates and all that stuff tethered in a way and building it out in a way that's recoverable, right? That if you lose it, lose access to it. There's a way to, to recover it. There's a way to restore your identity and all these things transfer with it and, and carry over with it. Uh, all of it being the direction that I say NFTs need to go, which is, which is the, the, like the best thing about the technology is the perfect authenticity is that that can't be forged or whatever else. And there's so many things in this world that would be better if we had perfect authenticity. College degrees is a great example. Like driver's license, great example, your passports and stuff like that. Like all of that can be digital digital and be more secure than the physical versions of them. Uh, and he's put a name to it, given a concept to, to how, how to get there. The technology right now, uh, it, it's really difficult to understand how they're going to get there. there. There's actually challenges to, to making an NFT that can't be transferred out, that is going to be firmly tethered into a, a specific wallet and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, the founder of Ethereum, the, the key blockchain that's doing smart contracts for NFTs uh, is talking about this and deeply involved in, in trying to make this reality. I don't know how well this is going to go over just for the simple fact that you're going to have a large portion of people that claim that this is very exclusionary. So the day you tie it to public utilities, like public things like driver's licenses and things like that. I mean, you can't get voter ID laws passed in places because of of all the, the litigation that, that comes around with that. And this is like one of the most important things in in our country is voting and, and voting once and, and voting where you're supposed to vote. And you have four years to go get a fucking small piece of plastic with your picture on it. But that seems to be too fucking hard for everybody in the nation to do. So you have people that get in huge ass fucking debates about voter ID laws. And to me, it's, it's very very simple. So again, this to me is very simple. Yeah, like if we can create this technology and have everything soulbound and and have it pr- more protected and blah blah blah. But you were going to have a large portion of the country that say that just being able to access anything associated with crypto is very privileged and yeah. it's very exclusionary, so it won't go through. I I mean I I can say yes, there's going to definitely be, be pushback and stuff like that. I think it's going to take a, a, quite a while before this becomes a, a We have people standard, fighting getting driver's licenses that have been out for <laughs> 70 fucking years. I get that. 70 fucking years and people still can't figure out how to go get a piece of plastic in four years that'll allow you to exercise your God-given American fucking right. Yeah. That's it, too much for people. You want motherfuckers to get a hard wallet or a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, like 
It's not going to happen, bro. It's not yeah. going to happen. As much as as much as we love technology and the way the the, the great possibilities of the future, this ain't going to happen. It'll happen in in private aspects. Happen. It'll I happen in good. it'll happen in the private sector. I, yeah, I think it'll, it'll I, I don't think it'll, in the it'll never spill over into the public sector. Uh, it'll I never spill over I into the public it, sector. I think it will, but I think I do. I agree. It's going to take time. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen in the next five years, but it's going to happen. I think college degrees and certain things uh, will happen much sooner. Uh, the government side, yeah, it's going to take a little longer. <laughs> it's going to take a little longer. You're being very fucking generous with with that little longer. My balls. All right. Well. Let's uh let's get through last little topics here, and we've got uh just a, a quick thing, an interesting uh topic. Twitter uh Twitter just got fined 150 million dollars for uh using our two factor authentication uh, details. Starting back, this started years ago uh, when they started requiring people to put in an email address or a phone number uh, in order to activate two-factor authentication. And then they were taking that email address or phone number and then selling it to ad services and stuff like that and, and using it to, to allow people to send targeted ads to us. Uh, that's a violation. Uh, you're, you're not supposed to do that, at least not without telling us. Uh, and $150 million fine? Sure. <laughs> like Twitter could yeah. handle that without yeah, a problem. I'm saying, not a yeah, big deal. Elon's buying it for fifty three million, and we're handing out hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, billion. Sorry, billion, and and they're handing out hundred fifty million dollar fines. Like it means anything to these people. Like it's yeah. gonna stop them from doing shit. You know, and, and, and also it, with this story, they're doing this kind of shit behind closed doors that nobody fucking knows about. We're worried. We're worried about what Elon Musk is gonna do with this fucking company. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're fucking like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it, to me, like. I'm. I just find this story interesting because at least the FTC did something, right? Like they, they at least they True. figured something out and they find somebody a non-trivial amount, right? Like it's we got to give these organizations hit, some teeth, man. 150 milli ain't shit. Like like when you have a once you have a company that's in the multi-billion dollars, like you are not hitting them where it hurts unless that number has a B on it. Unless yeah. it has a B on it. Like, 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 I don't understand where they come up with this monetary value of fine from, you know, like how much is my data worth? How much is my phone number and email worth to these companies? Well, if it's worth an X amount of dollar, then you need to find that company multiples of whatever that dollar amount is. Because yeah. unless, the, you know, because they, they write these fines off as a cost of doing business because they know they're going to make quadruple whatever the fucking fine is in the long run doing their dastardly shit. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to stop <laughs> the next instance of it necessarily or whatever else. But like I said, it's just just good to see it happening. Uh, so in the end. Let's expect it to happen again next year. Uh, let's expect it to, to continue to happen, and Elon's not going to fix this. It's like grounding your kid and taking away a video game he never plays. Yeah. He don't give a fuck. He don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> like, like, like you, you go to your son, your son's fucking beating up kids all around the fucking neighborhood, and he comes home, and you're like, you can't play Barbie Dreamhouse anymore. And the kid's like, okay. All right. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like, like, deal. It's fine. <laughs> all right let's move on to our last little uh topic here before we close out the show and uh that's a little bit in space news and uh, apparently astro forge uh which is an asteroid mining startup has scheduled its first mission and uh and booked itself some tickets on some spacex falcon 9 rockets uh to potentially next year i doubt it but uh <laughs> launch up to uh <laughs> up in space and and go mine some some precious metals from floating asteroids. I don't know. It, I was really hoping this article would get into like more about how they're going to mine it and how they're going to bring it back. Like those are the things that I'm very interested in. Doesn't really talk about it. No. Nope. Uh, it makes me kind of want to dig into this uh, this Astroforge company a little more. Uh, but it's cool to see somebody doing this. Like this. This is. Got to be the natural thing, right? Like, the, the I'm, I'm assuming mining. it's just it's going to be containers falling out of the sky into the ocean, this and, then, like, and yeah, then barges, just, barges going and picking them up. Like, I have to assume that's what it, it is. Anything other than that, you ain't getting that by next year. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting that by next year for sure. But I can't see people going up there and just like putting a bunch of shit into a capsule and then just shooting it back down to fucking Earth and then sending some fucking some 
big ass barge in the middle of the Atlantic to go pick right, it up. But you you got to imagine it's got to be a significant amount, right? In order to make it worth. Well, and it all depends on what they're mining, right? Like, so, so, so there are things that they're mining. Group metals like rhodium and palladium and iridium uh, and, and platinum itself. So, like, yeah, they are precious uh, materials. But yeah, I don't know. Like, what's how how many pounds of that shit do you need? To recover the the cost of millions of dollars to man, launch. Man, the second you said that, all I pictured was like Lil Wayne going and getting a new platinum gr- grill and just rapping <laughs> about how his platinum grills from space <laughs> from from an asteroid. <laughs> yeah, that there there's a market for it. There I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure there's a market for it. There People is will a pay market for, for it. <laughs> uh, uh, a story that isn't in our space section that I did notice on my my Google feed this morning is. Today marks the tenth anniversary of the uh, Falcon rocket first coming back. Like they when they first shot up the rocket and it first oh, really? landed back. Today is the ten year anniversary. Yeah, huh. that seems longer than I I thought so too. Thought, <laughs> but when you hit my age, time is yeah. uh, is not really relevant in my life anymore. It just goes. <laughs> like it just goes. Yeah. I will wake up tomorrow and five years have passed, and I just don't know where it went. And I wasn't podcasting 10 years ago, so I wasn't always like living these stories. <laughs> so it this probably did happen, and I might have just been like, oh, that's cool. But I didn't think much about it. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's it. That's a week in news. Uh, the healthy amount of entertainment stuff coming. The summer season's here, heavy in streaming. We got a couple of decent movies. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully we have, uh, have a few more entertainment things to talk about as we go. Yeah, well, um, we're going to have uh, at least one show to talk about next week. Yeah. So, as always, join us over at the nerdcantina.com forward slash community. Join us with some conversations. Share your spoiler-free thoughts on uh, on, on some of these shows as they, they come out. Don't ruin it for everybody if you binged it in a day. Uh, and uh, The worst. I don't know. Come back. Come back next week. Spotify ranking. Give it to us. <laughs> Give it to us. <laughs> All right. Until next week. See you, nerds.